0: Technology is at the bleeding edge of our world, but it's shaped by the thought leaders who understand where the landscape has been and where it's going next. Their ideas and perspective tell us much about what shape our new normal is going to take. That's why we're pleased to offer a forum for real conversations with them. Welcome to Digital Insights Outlook.
1: Welcome to the first episode of Digital Insights Outlook. Thank you for joining us. I'm Gina Daniel-Lee, your host for this podcast, and Stratix Vice President, Strategic Alliances and Partnerships. Today's topic is, what is the new normal? The pandemic has changed the world as we know it, and for business leaders, it's created an entirely new way of thinking about the customer experience. Let's face it. Requirements for social distancing, contactless transactions, and disinfecting processes are now critical for organizations to address, and sometimes can even be competitive differentiators. I don't know about you, but I know for me, I am now looking at stores to shop in that provide delivery services or allow me to buy online and pick up in-store, and I'm a shopper. I actually carry hand sanitizer with me when I go do a go to a physical store, because I wanna make sure that I'm staying safe and clean. In this podcast, we will speak with industry leaders about how they're adapting to the new normal and how they're meeting changing customer needs. Each week, we'll feature a new guest that will provide their point of view of how to leverage mobile technology to run, improve, and grow. Our goal is to be a resource and to help enterprise leaders navigate today's unchartered waters. And we'll have a little bit of fun in the process. So with that said, let's jump into today's episode. I'm excited to introduce our guests today, Lewis Alterman, President and CEO of Stratix, and Joe Mock, President of ENS. Today, they will be talking about how enterprises are adapting to the current new landscape and we'll be hearing some tips and tricks from them for addressing new customer use cases. Hi, Lewis. Please tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Hey, Gina. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Lewis Altraman. I'm uh, excited to be here today with you and uh, Joe as well. I'm the CEO of Stratix. I started in mobility actually back in the late 90s. Uh, we launched the flip phone cellular business for Bell South down in Argentina and Venezuela, and I've really been in IT and in services, managed services ever since. I was uh, CFO of a couple large public companies, uh, actually one public, one private, but always found uh, being with customers to be the, the thing that I found the most, uh, the best use of my time and, and the most fun, really. So uh, jumped at the chance to come be CEO of Stratix. Uh, what I love most about our company is our core values. We say that we are customer obsessed, and we really do mean it. So that's a brief uh, intro of me, excited to be here.
1: Thanks, Lewis. Joe, tell us a little bit about yourself as well.
2: Yeah, good morning, everyone. Uh, so,
0: Joe Mach, uh, president of ENS. Um, I joined ENS um, just about a year ago. Uh, prior to joining ENS, I spent a couple decades at Verifone, who's the uh, world's largest provider of, of electronic cashless payment solutions. Did a whole bunch of things for them. Uh, spent the last five, six years running North America. Um, eventually took over Latin America as well. Um, decided it was time to grow up and find a real job. So came here to ENS, which is a, which is a great little uh, uh, US based company, US manufacturer of technology. We're a design first company focused on delivering innovation to retail and to hospital, and hospitality. Um, and I believe, you know, for today's conversation and, and for today's environment, we're uniquely positioned to help clients really address health and safety and still deliver amazing experiences, whether it's in a store, at an airport, in a hotel, at a casino, and the list goes on. So uh, Gina and Lewis, looking forward to uh, today's uh, chat.
1: Thank you. Clearly a lot of experience between the two of you. Lewis, I'd like to start with you. You know, new normal has become the phrase of the year. It's certainly become one that we use a lot at Stratix. I'd like to understand, and our listeners would too, from your perspective, what does that look like? What have the implications been on organizations like Stratix, and how have you seen organizations change and, and, you know, survive and even thrive competitively in today's environment?
2: Yeah, thanks Gina. So look, we serve at Stratix, we serve some of the biggest, uh, most well-known companies and brands on the globe. uh, And and we've seen firsthand that companies have a a real delicate balance. First, uh, customer behavior and preferences have changed literally overnight. Uh, Consumers want to conduct as much of the transaction as possible digitally and remotely. So the groceries get ordered in advance, the home improvement supplies get delivered to the curb. The app really does need to remember the specific way I like my burrito. And there's a, there's a need for a great in-person experience, but that's often brief. And, and uh, lately it's really become mostly at the end of the experience. So companies need to minimize the amount of physical time they spend together with the customer while still making it a delightful experience when they do. And that's, that's a tricky balance. Second, in the background, companies are scrambling to deliver all this. A lot of this is new and it requires more mobile devices, new apps to be written, and a lot of new business processes and protocols to be put in place uh, and, and quickly. And then third, companies have to do all this while keeping their own employees safe. The best devices, the best software, the best processes are all worthless if your team's sick. So while we're all working uh, to deliver on what the customer needs and to deliver on new processes uh, to make that happen, we also have to add new health and safety protocols to help everyone feel safe and secure. And for Stratix, we're out there with companies uh, every day helping them solve these problems and seeing a range of responses. The organizations that we think are doing it best have moved really quickly. They've moved really nimbly uh, to implement new workflows that will be here no matter what. So look, masks, lines on the floor marking six feet of spacing. These things may or may not be here five years from now. None of us really know how permanent some of those things are. But many of the changes that have been made during this pandemic that were originally for safety reasons have actually just turned out to be better and more convenient for all of us. So Virus or not people do like picking up their order curbside. They do like that the app remembers their preferences. They appreciate when line busting speeds up the drive through and so uh, We're having a lot of fun working with organizations that really get it and understand uh, that some of the aspects of the pandemic response will be permanent, even if there's not a pandemic. Uh, So they're leveraging experts like us to help and they're moving decisively and it's amazing how quickly we see the ones that are doing all that starting to gain share.
1: Right, Thanks, Lewis. Joe, you know, many businesses have been really focused on survival and making it through the pandemic. Things are starting to open up, which is a good thing. Do you think that new use cases are emerging and what in your mind are the most important things that organizations should focus on as they look at the new normal?
0: Good question. So I first want to say I completely agree with, with Lewis. I think we as consumers, cause we're all consumers, you know, there have been certain things that have been forced upon us that are creating new muscle memory, and we're finding out that we actually enjoy things and and, and approaching things differently. So I thought that was a great point. Um, but you know, specific to your question, Gina, you know, we are at ENS. years, is we're having a lot of conversations with with great partners like Stratix, mutually putting solutions together for our clients and 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 for our customers. You know we've kind of defined something that talks about this six foot economy and and what we mean by that. Everything we we, we talk about nowadays is, is about the, what we're calling social distancing, but what we believe at ENS is, you know, we are social people. We want to interact, right? We want to have experiences out there. Uh, When we go to the store, when we go to a hotel, when we go to a casino, the list goes on. So we're not really talking about social distancing, it's really physical distancing. And so the question becomes you know, for, for retailers that are, are looking to thrive, how do, I, how do I balance, how do I create physical distancing but still create an amazing social experience uh, for customers? Um, as we look at safety and health, um, you know, a couple of points on this, you know, safety is, is very similar to, you know, my background, which was payment security. And so retailers, you know, when, when payment security became a big deal, and it still is today, payment security is about having multiple layers, right? Just doing one thing is not good enough. And I think when you, when you start to think about safety, that same rule applies. There's not one thing that a retailer can do that's going to create a safe environment for their customers to feel welcome in. You know, as I thought about this question, it it hit me that um, a week or two ago, um, every day I—I don't know—I signed up for this five, six years ago for CEO Daily uh, from Fortune Magazine, and so every morning I get a little email. You know, it's a half a page talking about something, and and uh, a week or two ago, I got a a note that 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 the note was about basically five lessons um, that we can learn from China as they came out of lockdown and they got back to kind of this new normal. And what's interesting is of the five points, three of them are really relevant to the conversation that we're having today. It was safety, it was digital, and it's that cash is dead. So let me, let me talk about each of those briefly. When you think about safety, customers are going to shop, just like you said, Gina, where they feel safe, right? And so we can make them feel safe but not feel socially distanced. And so how do we do that, right? You start thinking about things like distributed point of sale. So instead of having three registers all lined up in a row with single queues where you're two feet away from everyone, that doesn't work anymore. Think about taking you know, point of sale, well-designed point of sale carts that can house your, your, your point of sale and bags and detagging and stuff and spread them throughout the store. So you're meeting the customers where they're at and they're getting that physical distancing. That can be with traditional point of sale. It can even be, we're seeing retailers, we're working on a couple of projects now where they're using a handheld, but they still wanna have a cart to remove the tags and to bag things, so that's one. Number two, cashier protection. I think retailers have done a great job with cashier protection. I think the plexiglass approach Doesn't create an amazing experience. I think they should, that the retailers need to look at higher end solutions. Um, You can do payment distancing with extension arms. We've got a safe to pay handle at ENS that that provides some separation between you and the customer. So if it's a pay at the table, if it's at a drive through at a QSR. Um, Self-service, which was taking off even before this, I think that's going to explode. Demographics like that, we're gonna feel safer in those things. And the final one on safety, and it's a really big point is, Retailers have done a great job of um, going out and putting in cleaning protocol, right? But the the cleaning protocol has some issues. Number one, you know, when you use chemicals, they say, hey, you got to leave it on there for three minutes to kill the viruses and the bacteria. So even though they're cleaning, they're not following the instructions. They're not necessarily creating a safe environment. Um, They're not able to do it after every single transaction, right? The CDC recommends that a payment terminal is cleaned after every single transaction, about that chemicals every time on a payment terminal leaving it there for three minutes how that would slow down and then the stuff we're cleaning it's not waterproof so it's starting to fail so we at ENS we offer something that leverages UVC technology to you know automatically disinfect things there's other solutions that are out there I just would suggest that retailers need to look at something that's effective and that's something that has an ROI last two points I'll go a little bit quicker here digital um, I saw that retail sales last month picked up 17%. What's interesting, there was a 34% increase on online buying, right? So as we think about the buy anywhere, pick up anywhere economy, retailers need to double down on what used to be called omnichannel, and now people call it unified commerce. Um, to Lewis's point, it's, 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 it's critical. And the, fa- the final point I'll make is cash is dead, right? Who wants to touch cash nowadays? And so, you know, the cashless transition is going to explode now. But retailers need to think about how do I create a frictionless experience, right? Signatures aren't required anymore by any of the car brands. Turn it off. Spend a few bucks with your point of sale company. Turn off signature. Nobody wants to touch the stylus. Eliminate touching the keys unless it's a pin transaction. And then finally, I think, and, and being a 25 year payment geek, we've been talking about NFC and wallets forever. You know what? This is probably the fifth time I've 50th time, probably I've said it in a public forum, but you know, NFC wallets are going to be coming. Right. And so if you're a retailer, get accepting contactless, most importantly, get accepting NFC wallets. And finally, don't forget about your own wallet, invest in that, create that frictionless experience. So, um, that would uh, That would be my perspective.
1: That's great insight, Joe. You know Stratix has been focused on mobility for you know thirty seven years. Lewis, what do you think the role that mobile technology will play in all of this going forward?:
2: Yeah, thanks, Gina. Uh, there is a massively uh, larger number of use cases surfacing right now, which require a mobile device. So if you think about now, outside of the big box retailers, one example, you've got an employee standing outside with a mobile device counting the number of people coming in uh, and going out so that they can meter building occupancy. That was a thing that didn't exist a couple of months ago. Retailers are now almost uh, universally using tablets tablets for curbside pickup. Some have closed their stores to the public, but are actually using them as fulfillment centers to ship online orders. Uh, And, of course, leveraging mobile devices to make that happen. Airlines are now using queuing technology and and various applications in the Jetway. Every restaurant, whether it's QSR, fast casual, or even to my surprise now, fine dining, is at some stage of implementing a curbside pickup solution. And the best ones are, of course, using mobile technology to optimize the experience that the customer has. The transportation industry, whether it's air, trucking, Rail, uh, all of them are heavily influenced now by mobile technology in all stages of the process. Self-checkout, to Joe's point, is now completely pervasive and is only going to grow. Mobile point of sale uh, is helping space people out inside a store, as Joe talked about. And there are countless flavors of this, pretty much all requiring some form of a mobile device. Stratix can help put together the best solution for retailers uh, and others, really. And often that will include the UV clean technology, the DNS has developed, which helps keep everybody safe. Really, in fact, all these industries, whether it's retail, airlines, grocery, pharma, you name it, they're all using uh, some version of UV lighting to disinfect the mobile devices or other services. And if they're not, they should be, uh, because it, it works and, and we're finding it to provide, uh, be a competitive differentiator for how customers view uh, the, the, the company themselves. And one of my favorite examples of how Mobile devices are are proliferating, uh, and it's really close to my heart, is education. There's millions of kids, literally millions, in the United States that now need to learn at home but can't afford a device or don't have reliable internet connectivity or often both, uh, and if they do get a device, what happens if it isn't performing, if an app won't load, if it won't hold a charge, if they lose a power cord, or if a screen cracks or if it breaks, or if they try to, uh, you know, access inappropriate content, there's so many different things that can happen. And so here at Stratix, we're working actively with states, counties, school districts, foundations, and others to deliver devices to those kids, but not just the device, but also a full suite of services to make sure they never have to miss a day of learning because nobody wants their kid to have to take a day or two or three or seven off because they don't have a device that's working uh, while the rest of the kids are taking a test or learning a new module, et cetera. Uh, So it's it's really uh, heartening and exciting to be right at the center of helping uh, helping transform education and where it's headed uh, in our country. Um, So at Stratix, we are at the heart of of seeing all these mobile use cases uh, proliferate. We're seeing them in literally every industry. Uh, A lot of this starts with safety, given the pandemic, but as I mentioned, becomes just better and more convenient. And, uh, and I think we're just in the early innings of seeing how this is all going to uh, take off over the coming years.
1: Lewis, I think you are spot on. Joe, if you had a crystal ball, what do you think the lasting impact of the new normal would be?
0: Well, if I had a crystal ball, I'd probably buy a lottery ticket to start with, but, um, but we'll, we'll keep it on contact here. So, um, yeah, you know, so COVID-19 is going to, um, you know, is gonna go away at some point, right? I, I think we all agree, never never, never bet against science. Um, some people think it'll happen sooner, some think it'll happen later. The reality is, is, is it's gonna be here for a while, but even once it's gone, um, I do think the impact is gonna be lasting, right? There's gonna be some things as we've talked about today that we as consumers, we just enjoy better. Honestly, even though I'm a technology geek, I never did a buy online, pick up, you know, in the parking lot until this happened, right? And so some of that consumer behavior is just going to change because it is a better experience. And, and I do see myself personally, I go to places where it works, right? And, and I think that's going to be a continued theme is, is, the, is the retailers that are able to really think about the customer and the journey of the customer and then work backwards, those are gonna be the ones that are gonna thrive and are, are gonna succeed. Regardless of how, you gotta have a good product, but you gotta create that experience um, for the customer. You need to know who they are, what they want, and when they want it, right? So investing in technology and working with partners to support that. Um, and ultimately, these everything we're talking about here today, these ultimately become competitive advantages for retailers as well. Those that do it right, um, you know they're going to excel. Those that don't, they're going to lose customer confidence, right? So you need to have the right technology with the right safe environment. You need to be laser focused on your store employees to make sure they're taken care of, but just as laser focused on on um, on your customers as well. So crystal ball, safety is going to be a key driver for a long, long time, probably forever. Um, You know, experience again go back to my social and physical distancing comment. I think experience is going to continue to be a winner more so than ever after we've been deprived for a period of time. Um, And then it's it's really you got to have the bricks and mortar as Lewis talked about right some of these bricks and mortars are actually becoming fulfillment centers to get things to people faster. You got to have a great experience there but then you really got to double down again on, on the digital side of it. And that's where, um, that's where the winners are going to be big, small, in any industry, retailer, hospitality.
1: Agreed, and I, I think there's one thing that all three of us could agree on and our audience probably would too, is that brand loyalties today are being tested. The way companies handle situations occurring today that will, will impact their customer relationships moving forward. Lewis, what has been done at Stratix and what, would, what advice would you give organizations as they look to maintain you know, loyal relationships with their customers?
2: Yeah, the, the first and highest priority for us at Stratix, and it sounds so basic uh, because it is, but it's the only thing that matters if you get it wrong, is you've just got to stay open. If our, uh, if our production machine isn't able to keep going, then no matter how creative we are in helping customers design their future, it really doesn't matter. So job one for us was to keep our teammates, which is what we call our employees, healthy and safe. And we took a lot of action, decisive action to make that happen. And every day that's the most important thing that we can do is to keep our own people safe, uh, feeling uh, healthy and feeling like they're going to stay healthy so that they can deliver for our customers. Once you feel comfortable, you can stay open and keep delivering. And the most important thing, is to understand the customer's business at a deep level. So we've got six core values. Uh, as I mentioned, customer obsessed is at the top of the list, but there are several others uh, that all fit together. And if you know your customer's business, and if you marry it with uh, our knowledge of, of mobile technology, you can be a true trusted, trusted advisor. Otherwise, you're really not able to, to, to hit them at that level. And that's why we Uh, why we go after and are able to serve the largest uh, Fortune 50, Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies is because we take the time to get to know their business and really bring them uh, customized solutions as opposed to something that's a little more off the shelf. And last, the best brands out there and the ones that inspire the most loyalty are not salesy. Customers can smell a, a salesy approach a mile away. They don't like it. Uh, so our view and the people in our company who've been the most successful over the years and over the decades really are the ones that are problem solvers and so that's what we're constantly stressing is to be a problem solver look for a way to help the customer grow Uh, it may or may not be something even that that is a solution that we've typically offered uh, but try to help them solve their problems try to help them grow Uh, sometimes that solution might be buying something from someone else and that's fine too we know that in the long run, if we're helping the customer solve their problems, then we'll benefit from that. And in the long run, we'll grow ourselves.
1: Thanks, Lewis. And I, I can say from my own experience, it's been great to be one of those teammates during this challenging time and, and work alongside uh, the Stratix team. Joe, any other recommendations along those lines for our listeners?
0: Uh, yeah a couple thoughts i would you know it, it seems obvious to say this but it it's more true now than ever is it's it's find the right partners um you know again I'll, you know not so much about and but i think stratix is is one of those right partners you guys have the you drive the innovation um you've got the stability uh you've got the capability um you know, you guys are a strong company that can deliver those type of things. So find find a partner, whether it's it's Stratix or somebody else, but find the right partners would be number one. Um, you know, number two is retailers can't afford to sit on the sideline. They can't afford to wait and see, you know, hope is not a strategy. Let's hope it goes away and we go back to normal. Um, I think there was a book written 30 years ago. Hope is not a strategy. It's not a strategy, right? Um, but they also can't, and it's, it's, it's a paradox because, You know, retailers also can't afford to try all the new technology, right? It's just, it's impossible, right? When you think about just the pieces and parts we talked about today, they can't do it all. Um, So they, again, you know, think about the customer journey, pick the right technology to create that safe environment, to deal with the new normal, um, find partners to help you fulfill that vision, right? And then last two points, again, I'm going to be a broken record, digital, digital, invest in digital, huge believer in it. And and number two, you gotta move and you gotta move now, right? Because we're creating, if you don't do it now, somebody else is gonna do it and then you're gonna be playing catch up. So um, again, you can't do everything, pick the right ones, pick the right partners, make a decision and move.
1: Great, great context all the way around. Now let's shift just for a minute to a little bit of fun. I've got three rapid fire questions I wanna uh, give to the the, both of you. Um, I'll start with you, Lewis. again. You and Joe both have been road warriors throughout your career. Um, Where's the first place you'd like to go once travel and everything else is opened up?
2: Yeah, no, I, a couple of minutes ago, and Joe mentioned the cash is dead. No one wants to touch it. I was going to offer to travel over to visit him and uh, pick up all that cash that he might not want to touch anymore. I'm happy to come uh, take it off his hands. Um, But seriously, I've actually loved not traveling. Uh, I've been on the road for, you know, years and years and years. And, this has been a great thing to be around my family more. And, and there's just a lot of natural efficiencies that come from not having to travel. Once we're back on the road, I'm, I'm going to want to go see our customers. There's no replacement for showing up on their turf and learning more about what they do. Uh, so that'll be, that'll be priority number one. And if I had to pick a specific place, uh, I'm certainly a fan of New York. I've spent a lot of time up there. having been uh, CFO of public company, spent a lot of time up there and, and, and have a lot of relationships out there. So I'll be excited to get back to Manhattan as well.
1: Very good. Joe, how about you?
0: Uh, you know, and, and, um, you know, would love to do some travel with, with my family, right? I got two college age daughters. I won't go into all those details, but we love traveling to Europe. I don't think the first thing I'm going to do is get the, the family on a plane and go to Spain or something. Um, you know, I would probably actually say go to Scotland. So our European office is in Scotland. And the week of the lockdown, I was supposed to be going over there for some strategy meetings with the leadership team. And I feel like I got cheated where I didn't get to go to to Scotland and have my good Guinness and and hang out in a pub and and see my partners in crime over there. So I think uh, think I'll be hopping on a plane to Scotland. It's going to be my first trip.
1: Very good. Let's stay with you. What's the best advice you have ever received?
0: Um can't tell for me, I probably respond to things too quickly, right? And so sometimes I don't think as much as I should. Um, So I always remind myself of a stupid saying that's been said a million times, measure twice, cut once, right? And that goes to to leadership, it goes to salespeople, that goes to decision makers. Um, Take your time, right? Measure twice, but then cut. You know, again, I go back to get things done, but make sure you're, you're, you're being thoughtful about the approach.
1: Very good. Lewis, what about you? Best advice you've ever received?
2: To have gratitude, uh, even in what other people would view as bad times. If you focus on what you do have, what is working well, uh, it's amazing how that mindset can be contagious and it can drive a higher level of performance across the board. So uh, I, I try not perfect about it, but try to have gratitude, even in tough times.
1: And finally, Lewis, is there a favorite new hobby that you picked up during quarantine?
2: Sadly, no. Uh, you know, I, I can't say that I have any new hobbies. I've really kind of doubled down on what I love to do and hadn't uh, had as much time for. So I love cooking. I uh, do a lot of gardening. I play tennis uh, and and I get an almost creepy level of satisfaction out of organizing, uh, you know, drawers in my house and things like that. So I've been, uh, you know, with this time where I'm not on the road, I've gotten to do pretty much all of those things a, a bunch more than I normally would. Uh, and so that's been really satisfying.
1: Very good. Joe, how about any new hobbies for you?
2: Giving
0: myself haircuts. I'm never going to go to a stylist again. Save 20 <laughs> bucks a month. It's so efficient. Doesn't look as good, but it works.
1: Love it. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time and for showing, sharing your insights with us. It's been insightful and a lot of fun. And listeners, I want to thank you as well. If you liked what you heard and would like more information or would like to sign up for future episodes please visit straticscorpcom D-I-O to subscribe. Until next time, thank you and goodbye.
0: Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to be among the first to enjoy new episodes. Until next time, keep looking ahead.